Hi, this is Janet Gallon. Welcome to Love Letters Live. And today is going to be so much fun. My guest is Barbara Rose Brooker, who's written several, several books. And her titles are always just, you know, you want to know about them. The Viagra Diaries. And these are these are books from a woman's point of view. Her latest book is called Blow Me. And Barbara, I'm not, I don't want to, you know, you know, inter interrupt a thought from you, but would you say that this is a book that is kind of your um, being at your wit's end with certain things? Yes, absolutely. The title is this not... This is Barbara Rose Brooker that's talking now. Hello, hello. And I'm going by Barbara Rose now. In I'm, case okay, anyone I'm going buys to... the book, they can only get it by Barbara Rose. Oh, my good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, the thing is with the title... It is not a sexual, I didn't mean it as a sexual thing, though many people are taking it that way. But when they read the book, they'll see. It's, I get tired, Janet. I get tired of, because of my age, I have lots of opinions that are not, I guess, conventional. So people, because of your age, they kind of dismiss it. So blow me is like saying F you. Yes. You Isn't know, it, it's kind of flipping the bird. You know, I'm going to say what I want. Okay, well, then at this point, may I just ask you, read a little, first of all, hold up the book. Yes, I will. So we can see. And I will just say that you can order on an Amazon. Thank you. Yes, it's available on Amazon. Yes. And some other booksellers also. But um, if you, yes, you'll find it. Yeah. I have my copy and I was, well, Read a little bit. Would you just read? I, I, I will. I'll just read. Okay. I sat on my glasses, viewers. So Storytelling story time. We haven't done that in a long time. Blow me if you don't like it. <laughs> okay. I'll just read. If you don't like what I'm going to say, blow me. I'm tired of trying to be nice and saying everything right. That's how the book starts. And then I just want to say it goes into nothing stays the same. You think everything will stay in place, but life is a series of changes. Just as my dream coming true, the pandemic hits, everything changed. And then it goes on um, after the introduction. And then I wanted to find love. And how do you find, you know, love during the pandemic? It was lockdown when I was there. And so... I sign up, this is from Blow Me, I sign up on Snatch Singles and point out that I'm a famous author, Boomer Hottie, over 60, way over 60. Hey, over 80. So if you don't like that age, again, Blow Me. Um, and I'm writing a series on hot older men looking for love and to contact me. I received tons of clicks the men saying they were hot and wanted to meet me. What do I have to lose? I meet the first one. He owns multi-billion dollar porta potty companies all over the world. He lives in a San Francisco glass penthouse. He sits on an ugly yellow lazy boy. His short legs barely touch. Wait, now, excuse me, this is be the first part you knew from what he said online. Now you're seeing him on Zoom? Yes, what I, okay. yes, 
So I that's how you know what you're sitting on. Okay. Yeah, because the last few years, everyone is virtual. It's a virtual world. Right. So right. you're meeting them on virtual. So he's sitting on the lazy boy, you know, and he's he looks different from the photo where he was standing on top of a ski slope, you know, with sunglasses looking real cool. And, and virtually, the poor guy is at least 90. Now, it's not about his age. It's about, you know, the demeanor. Because during the pandemic, everybody is home behind their computers. He complains that his fourth wife, a 20-year-old influencer from Florida, took him to the cleaners when he refused to give her $100 million in their divorce settlement. She banged her head on the wall until her eyes bugged out. Then she tore her clothes off and threw herself down the stairs. She told the police that he raped and beat her. Not only did she win the $100 million in three houses, but now his name is on the sex offenders list, poor thing. I tell him my kitchen sink is flooding. I just can't listen to any more. I press the leave meeting button and the screen goes dark. Poor guy. Raped her? Did he mention he was 90? So the thing is, will love ever come at this stage of my life? And I keep trying. I'm a romantic at heart, so I keep trying. I will tell you the next date from hell on our next visit, but you can get your own copy of Blow Me on Amazon, as Janet said, and you can see, you know, if I find the love during the, the virtual, our virtual boom, and also you can hear my opinions on everything. Well, we're going to get to a few more opinions because we yes. have time here. I, I have a question about this. Here's a man who's 90, maybe yes. it's over, and his 20-year-old influencer, wife, yes. influencer yeah. has accused him of raping her. Now, yeah. what do the police do with a comment like, my 90-year-old husband raped me? What are the chances? In what universe can a 90-year-old rape? You know, that is a really good point, and it's debatable, you know? Because the police probably do nothing but give him a Xanax or something, thinking he's 90, he didn't rape her. But it's not true. I mean, a lot of, see, in, in our country of ageism, a lot of these guys I meet on virtual, you know, the virtual single sites. Oh, my God. What do they say about, what do they say about themselves? You know, I'm, I'm really feeling sorry for these old men. Because there's some wonderful old men out oh, there. So, listen, known. they're not all that way, and they're right. not all old at ninety. They're well, cool. Let's even let's even say yes. Yeah, you know, ninety year old is going to want to find some love also. And what is he? What is he saying? It, if he's talking about, I mean, do they talk about how rich they are? Yes. So it's, if they talk about that they have billions, yes, they're going to attract a certain kind of woman to whom this is important and maybe the, the only important thing. Mm -hmm. that, that's a good point too, because a lot, of, that. a lot of these men are not very developed. They're really, really not developed sociologically, psychologically, emotionally, and particularly now in this great virtual boom and AI boom, 
the ones who are the billionaires, and I'm not talking about Musk or, you know, the Amazon guy and those, but a lot of these men have made tremendous amounts of money, particularly during the, the years of the pandemic. And they let you know right away because it's always been, I'm Tarzan, you Jane. Oh, I understand that. And yeah. That, that's so stupid. But anyway, yes. what should they be saying? I mean, what if they want to show off, what should they be showing off that would be attractive to you? Well, certainly not their, you know, thing. I mean, a lot of them are perverts too. Uh, what should they be showing off? I just like somebody, you know, who, or I'm attracted to somebody who's cool, you know, who who isn't defining himself by his age, who isn't whining about his last girlfriend or wife or money. Oh, so that, that's a big thing. They should not be complaining. Nobody should. I mean, the women shouldn't either. No, and the women shouldn't. Complaining either. about the last romance. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, when when they badmouth their last romance, mm -hmm. I think you can see the handwriting on the wall that you're going to be badmouthed at some point. Not only that, but it brings up the whole thing, don't you think, about single sites. I personally don't like them. I think it's more like you're auditioning for for something that should be organic. I mean, well, sure, you know, it, it it's it's a difficult thing. It's like it's like job interviews. Most yeah. are awful. Some are great. You know, it's about connecting. Uh, tell us one more. Tell, give us one more instance of a date that was a little wonky. <laughs> yeah, I I will. Um, gosh, there's and, then, and then I want to talk to you about what they should be showing off. <laughs> there's been so many uh, of the dates that, that have been, as I call. Just I off mean, the top of your head. I know you remember them. Top of my head. Yeah. That have been tawdry, you mean? Okay. Well, there's, there's. And a disappointment to you where you were hoping for better. And what did you right. do? Well, here's the thing. His credentials were fabulous, you know. PhDs up the kazoo and has created all these great products. And, and during the, the uh, pandemic, he created all this interesting stuff for AI, you know, <laughs> a physicist, so forth. So I think, oh, how interesting. He must be so interesting. But he didn't want to talk about that. He only wanted to talk about his penis size. Oh, no. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I, I say, so, oh, no, I read the book. Yes, okay. Yeah. So the thing is, sometimes it's so disappointing because they're, they're not the people they are on the outside. And something about the single sites and the pandemic, you know, it's like next, you know, who am I? I have, I have a question about yes. men who talk about their... How did they get into the topic of their penis size? I mean, that's got to take some finessing to get into that topic, no? Or did they just say, here it is? It, <laughs> God help you. It doesn't take even finessing. They make usual, the usual remark I have experiences. You know, they get into like, I'm healthy. Are you, you know, sort of thing. And I don't need to take Viagra. And I, I that's their first sign. Oh, I see. First so sign when they start them. talking about the Viagra. You know, I don't need the blue pill, you know, and then suddenly they kind of like worm into, you know, I'm still, 
you know, they get into the the nitty gritty. Some of them really bad. I mean, I had one who who show who tried to show me. Uh huh. You know, it's that kind of thing. On Zoom. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, there's so many single sites now too. Yes. Okay. I have another question. Yes. If if I were looking, I would want. I would want to read something from a man and I want men to pay attention to this because maybe it will help you get yeah. a decent, really wonderful woman. Uh, I would say something like, you know, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm in good health. I'm emotionally generous. I'm fun to be with. I'm financially um, stable, st stable. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I'm eager to meet a woman who, wants this kind of person uh -huh. and not what what would you add to that nothing about how much money he's got no the thing is janet i what what bothers me is that they have to say or the woman has to say anything about themselves what about just having a conversation and letting certain things reveal no that's that's right uh, once you're on zoom but when you yeah. put something up on the on the website yeah. In other words, to attract somebody to click whatever they profile, have to click. The profile. Yes. Yeah, the profile is... It, the thing is, they have wonderful profiles like that sometimes. And then you meet them in person. <laughs> and, and the whole personality comes out in a different way. Now, I'm not saying everybody's this way. I'm sure they're not. Um, I, I just really wrote about the ones that... That, of course, of course. You know, that are what do you, say, what do you say about yourself on a profile? I say that that um, I would love to to meet a friend, someone with you know intellect and a sense of humor, and I, it's very very kind of general. Yeah. I, I don't say you have to be you have to be a billionaire or you have to have you know three PhDs, but right. someone educated. You know, there's certain things oh, we and, and to mention that you don't need a nurse or a purse. And, mm -hmm. and, and, yeah, I'm an independent woman, a professional woman, and I'm happy in my lifestyle and with who I am. Oh, I was going to like it too bad. Yes, that's you know, a very important thing to say with, you know, I'm happy with who I am. Yes. I'm yes. emotionally generous. I'm fun yes. to be with. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'm fun to be with. Other times, say, sometimes I'm fun okay. to be with. That's what even better. Thinking is important because it is true. It's not about the list, as I call it. I'm a this. I'm a that. I'm a this. I'm fit. I climb mountains. I do uh -huh. this. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's not about that. It, it it's about um, uh, people connecting. And in the profile, of course, you're going to list a few things. I mean, I don't want to meet um, a 30-year-old. Oh, I, of course. Yes. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I love 30-year-olds, and I have lots of friends who are that age, right, but romantically, no. So it's worth saying that it's worth giving an idea of your age range, for sure. You know, that's another question I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about. I say my age now mm -hmm. because I'm proud of it. And because I feel great mm -hmm. and, and because I deplore ageism. So it's kind of weeding out. It's weeding out because if oh. you say 80 
or you say 70, it's blank. It's right. blank. I, you know, I'm I'm just wondering about that because I, yeah. I I had a friend in San Francisco, lovely man, and he was single. He had several children mm -hmm. and um, just a, a really wonderful fellow. And he kept looking for young women. He was he was like in his late seventies at this point, mm -hmm. and he was looking for young women. And what he said to me over dinner one night, you know, God bless DNA and what it instructs the men to do. And he said, "Well, I want to have a young get find a really young woman because I'd like to bang another couple of kids in there." Oh. That phrase, I'd like to bang another couple another of kids, couple in, of kids okay. in there. Yeah, so, so he oh. could feel great being able to get. Anyway, he found a couple of young women. It was disastrous. It was just disastrous. I didn't talk to him for about yeah, months. Life got busy. And I called him one day and I said, I just wonder how you're doing. And he said, I've met somebody wonderful. He said, I got married last week. He said, oh. I married a woman of my own vintage and I have oh. never been happier. See, and because we're too self-conscious about age in our country. And we all know Janet. We all know that you could have five 90-year-olds in the room or five 70-year-olds or 80-year-olds. Each one is going to be different. Of course. Of course. Different. In, in, look different, act different. You know, I mean, it, it, it's not a one-size-fits-all. And right. that's the sad part. A lot of them act like it is. So do you put your age or not? I don't know. It's a matter of depending what you want to do. I mean, I always tell people I'm 82, you know, they don't like it. They wouldn't believe me. They wouldn't believe me looking at you. I, I know because you're not, you're, they think that so many people think that in certain ages have to look and be and act a certain way. Right. My mother used to tell people she was older than she was by a couple of years. And I said, why did you do that? She said, I don't know. I like people to think I'm older. And then I really look good for how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's silly, but yeah. so do you think it's worth, okay. I think it's worth saying on these profiles, do they ask you specifically like what you're looking for? No. Okay. Well, some do. I shouldn't say that. I, I have researched for my books, uh -huh. the sites, the different sites. And some actually have all this stuff you have to fill out, your religion, your this, your that. I just ignore them. Oh, but it's but you might want to put that you have preferences for religion. That's true. That's or, true. Know, heritage. I mean, you might want to meet somebody with whom you have a lot in common. True. So okay, true. you can say whatever you want. You there. can say whatever you want in your in your profile. Right. You know, uh, you know, I'm Jewish. I prefer meeting Jewish men for many reasons. Mm -hmm. But yet I like other people too. Sure. I know that sounds kind of funny, but um, do you put that in your your profile or not? I, I don't know. I think you should put very honestly whatever it is in your profile. I, you know, I had one friend who did a wonderful one and she said, you know, I'm not athletic and I'm not, I mean, I, I hear stories about people, men who say, you know, I'm athletic and I'm, and women also, and they're not. And they, I know, or they'd say, oh, yeah. I want a woman who's really fit and she can climb mountains. Well, what if the woman can't, what if she has something where she can't, you know, the thing is, you know, what it all boils down to, we all have to meet each other. 
and then you feel the connection. So with the single sites today, you press a button and you can immediately meet them on Zoom, telephone, which or personally, mm-hmm. whatever way you want. So you can tell by meeting in that button, you know, in two seconds, you can tell. Yeah. So what other, what other kinds of things do you cover? One of the things you talk about is uh, sagging bodies. Mm-hmm. And why don't we just do that? Why don't we just talk about that for a minute now? Because that's something sure. that no one can avoid. I mean, as a rule, people don't. We get older and things kind of droop. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you say about when you talk about your sagging body or anybody else's? Well, you know, what I say is because we live in an age where, you know, of the muscles and the workout, we're in a workout age. And also we're in an age where Botox and whatever you want, you, it's go back, you know, the fountain of youth look younger. But even so, even with the worked out body, at certain stages of your life, you know, things kind of sag, you know, you know, the stomach area will sag or this or that. And the thing is, I don't really think that it's that important. I, oh, I, don't, I don't either, but you get pretty graphic. I mean, I won't ask you to do it. Oh, either. yeah, yeah. No, in the book, I, I give examples of, you know, your own life, men. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it seems like men, they can be sagging to the ground, the right. men met, but they want a woman who's oh, really fit. They want to know about your workouts. Do you have a personal trainer? How much do you weigh? Uh That kind of thing. And, you know, below me, this book is really not all about dating. I just have some examples and I call them the cranks because I'm just, I just profiled. I wrote about a certain group of men that I met and I call them the cranks. I thought, oh my God, is this really going on? But there's probably some great men out there as well you yes, know you write about them it so I, have, I have a friend who found somebody wonderful on a dating site and she just went through like 35 dates and she just kept going and going and going and she found the one for her oh a lot of people have uh-huh yeah a lot of people have but you know that's that's not what i well you haven't found yours yet the what you haven't found yours yet no, and I'm not looking. There's oh. the thing. I'm really not. I'm really not. That's not why I go on the single sites. To be very honest, Janet, and candid, I went on for material. Uh-huh. <laughs> I went on because I wanted to show a certain side that's going on. And I wanted to show the women who who sadly are just Craving to meet someone, particularly during the, the pandemic when everyone was locked behind the computer, and how so many of these men are recycled and they're not developed. Yeah. So I wanted to satirize almost that and show yeah. that, and that yeah. part yeah. of it. But also, but, but there's much. I agree with you that you know there's probably lots of people meet people that way. And there's been wonderful stories. My own daughter met her husband on online. Yeah, I didn't know but, that. Yeah. No, I mean it happens, but if but there's not in my book. <laughs> right. Okay. But that's not what your book's about. Right. But I think um 
just kind of to, to wrap it up, I think it's important and will be helpful to the men and to the women to mm -hmm. be careful what you put. If you start, if you remember the Rumpelstiltskin still skin story, yeah. my daughter can spin the straw into gold. Uh huh. Yeah. You start making promises or saying things that aren't true. You're within a minute. You're shown to be a big fat liar. True. True. I and mean, that's not, and that's not going to get you the right kind of person. So what else do you talk about in your book? Well, I, I, in a more serious note, I talk about police brutality. I have an essay on George Floyd, the murder I uh -huh, call uh -huh. George Floyd. I talk about racism in our country, which is rampant, how white people, white privileged people like myself, um, uh, treat black people and people of color. Um, I talk about homophobia and transphobia, which I feel very passionate about. And I've had experience in interviewing many, many young people in transition. But the thing is, it it's, and I talk about, I think I talk about elevators, how scary they are. <laughs> you know, I just talk about a variety of opinions of things that bug me or I'm interested in. So I'm hoping to do a whole part two of Blow Me um, and, and other subjects and topics. I talk about Netflix. Oh, um, you had a very bad experience there, which you may not want to go into. But oh, I mean, net, yes. And the industry. I talk about, you know, the, the Hollywood industry, which... Um, yes. and I talk about writing and the arts and just, you also talk about things, friendships between women. Yes. And, and you've had a few that were just turned out to be horrible. I mean, people who go ahead. Well, I think friendships between women are very in, in, in my real life. They're very important to me. Mm -hmm. I love my friends with my women. I couldn't, they, they fuel my life and my existence and what I do, everything. But but I do talk about a lot of women I do know who I feel, I feel sad. They're wonderful and they have no sense of self. Oh, really yeah. looking out of themselves for that partner. So to to make themselves, to define them. And if they only knew they don't need that. Yes, have it, have love and all of that. But they don't need that. Because well, trying to turn yourself into something you're not to satisfy somebody else. Yes. It's just a for a bruising, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, there is a lack, I think, in our youth-oriented culture of, of self it's not you you're really told to become the fountain of youth you're told to become something but why do you have that's fine too you know but they don't talk about looking inward they talk about just everything on the outside mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know the inward that's a whole nother okay well, maybe maybe we'll do a whole nother on that yeah that's a I whole have, I, have a, I have a question for you because, as you know, I am about the power of letters and gratitude letters and oh, love letters. And, and I'm so excited about your work. Well, you know, and I don't, I don't like to be the love letters police, but I have a question to you. All yes. right, first of all, if you were to write one right now, to whom would it go? A love letter? Mm -hmm. Oh, 
That's a really good question. This is going to, this is right off the top of my head, Janet. Could I write a love letter to a dog? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I've heard of the animals. I'm in love with, with Betty who I know. Oh, you know, and I would love to write a love letter to her. Do it. What, what telepathically, what she gives me. And, and what Bonnie will, Bonnie will read it to her. Yes. And she will, I, I've written, I've written love letters to animals. I have a whole bunch of them. Oh, and, really? I didn't know that. Yes. And a couple of them are in my book that's coming out. But, oh, good. And I have a, actually a picture of my granddaughter several years ago, reading a love letter I wrote to their new dog. And she's reading, she's like seven and she's reading this note. The dog is sitting on her lap staring into her face as she's because you know all creatures i believe know when somebody is speaking lovingly and kindly to them oh of course they do oh you should do it okay oh yes i mean just you know animals a, a spider who you see walking in the light and is terrified because okay. your shadow is near i mean there's so I oh, love so that. And I'm excited about your book, The Naked Man of Market Street. Coming we'll out. It's not out yet, but we'll But it will you. soon. So so I have a thought for you. Yes. I don't ordinarily like to give assignments, but I can't resist this one. Have you ever written a letter of gratitude to yourself? I mean, just sat down on a piece of paper and dear Barbara and written a letter to yourself about the things that you've overcome that you are proudest of. You know, that's so interesting you say that, Janet, Why? because I, I'm finishing a novel I've been on four years and there, and I, there is a scene where she has a conversation with her other self, you know, okay. the self that was, and I would love to do a letter like that because I do believe we all grow and yes. we all change. We grow and we grow and we grow. And self-awareness in the positive is an important lesson. So very, you, you do this and I'm. we don't have too much time. So I'm going to ask you to come back for another episode. And we'll talk about more of these things. But if you write that letter to yourself, you, you handwriting is always best, I think. You address yeah. the envelope to yourself, your address, and um, stick it in the mailbox. Oh, that's important. And when it comes to you in your pile of mail, it's kind of jarring seeing a letter to yourself in I your love that. And I will tell you that the my experience has been with people and with me that the you who wrote it and the you who read it are going to be two different people. Oh, I, oh my God, that just gave me a chill because that that is so important what you're doing. Yes. Because the you and the you is so important we're so many it brings up you know the past and and taking accountability and feeling oh, red yeah. and pain yes are we you <laughs> you've got a whole list i know of things that yes, you, that's I, know, I know that you've got a personal list of wonderful overcomings so overcomings I'm are important yes yeah, i want to thank you for doing this with me we're kind thank of out of time but oh, Janet, thank you so much you come back I, I will always love to come back. I love okay. you and I love your work. Thank you. I love yours. Thank you, dear. And I will love to come back and thank you for listening, whoever is listening. Oh, you know, I always love listening to you. Yes. <laughs> um. So, yes, I think we're just going to say goodbye. Yes. And, um. 
Love for me. You too, darling. So Bye. we'll talk soon and you'll come back. Absolutely. Okay. And remember, you can get this book on Amazon. Blow uh, yes. Barbara Rose. And blow me is one word. You have to point no, that out. No, it's two words now. They oh, fixed is it. it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, yeah. that's what was okay. Two words. Yeah. Yeah. Blow me by Barbara Rose. Thank okay. you, Janet, so Bye, much. Darling. Bye, everyone. Talk to you later. Bye.